come to kindergarten class. The Developmentally Appropriate Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. And today we are going to talk about another requested topic, which is compacting the curriculum into half-day kindergarten, which you did for how many years? I taught half-day kindergarten in Idaho for 19 years, and currently I'm teaching full-day kindergarten. And which one is your favorite? Well, of course, it's full-day kindergarten (laughs) (laughs) because... Because actually it's of the student management portion of teaching. It's, I have less report cards, less parent conferences, less assessments, less, just the storage alone. Oh my gosh, the nightmare of having two classes share a classroom. You have to have double cubbies or label your cubbies differently or, um, put two sets of names on tables, just the management alone is why i'm not worrying about that management piece is the management piece is a big relief yeah so one thing i've really noticed about myself because i've had such um full you know i've taught half day kindergarten for so long i've noticed that with my um colleagues that i teach with that teach full day and have only taught full day kindergarten I've noticed that I really have a different mindset. And I'm not saying it's a better mindset, I'm saying it's a different mindset. Because I just have every single minute of my day just stuffed. Like if we come in from recess and I have five minutes before we have to go to intervention, then I'm gonna do the worksheet from the Wonders Reading Program in that five minutes while other people might be letting their kids get drinks and go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just use every second of my day because in half-day kindergarten, you have to do that. You really just don't have a choice or the luxury of kind of just calming down and So what would you, it. what would you, what, what do you mean when you say compacting the curriculum? What does that mean to you? Well, to me, it means that I have to do in a half day the exact thing I'm doing in a full day because we adhere to the same Common Core standards. When I was in Idaho, we had the Common Core standards, and here I have the Common Core standards. They're exactly the same standards. And, um, no, you have the, the Utah Core standards. Well, the Utah Core standards are the Common Core standards with like... Shh, don't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, you're, uh, you're held to the very same standards of teaching if you're teaching full day or half day. And the end result of the guided reading level of the Fountas and Pinnell assessment, the end result of where kids should end in writing, in math, in language arts, you have the very same goal at the end of kindergarten. And so consequently, you have to really compact, which to me means take out all the stuff that is unnecessary, put in all the stuff that is necessary, and then fill the cracks with the other 
those unnecessary things. Now, despite the fact that you are compacting things and you don't have a second to spare, you still worked in many opportunities for free choice and for play. And I think a lot of people would say you don't have that luxury in halftime kindergarten because there's not time for it. So how did you fit in stuff like that? Well, I fit it in because anything that you do, you can utilize it to meet your standards. Like the Playhouse, Mm -hmm. and anyone that's listened to any of our podcasts or read any of our blog posts on um, dramatic play and language arts knows that we maximize all of our play opportunities to fit the standards, to um, help kids with the mathematical thinking, their scientific processes, their language arts, um, growth and development. Which is which is integration, right? I mean, that's a big part of teaching kindergarten half day is integration, right? Everything hits more than I, one standard. I think a great example of that is, is um, in my half day program, I was just integrated because you have to just be integrated to make everything work together in a half-day program to be truly successful. And when I moved to my new school and I was handed a schedule that said math is during this time and language arts is during this time and content, science, social studies is during this time, I was just, I didn't even know what to do with it. It was really a strange complex concept. Yeah, it was a strange concept concept to me because... If I was giving that schedule for a half day, I would hyperventilate because <laughs> it would be completely impossible because most half-day kindergarten programs are three hours. And if you start breaking things up and not having the correlation and the interaction between the curriculums, it would be really difficult to meet your standards. So give us an example of a way that you might... Uh... In integrate things so that you're hitting more than one thing at the, at the same time. So I think any STEM pro- project would be a great way to integrate anything into the curriculum. For example, any big book you read, like The Gingerbread Boy, and then you follow up with um, an art activity, uh, built making a gingerbread boy. In writing, you write um, a prompt such as... Why do you think the gingerbread boy ran away? And then you could build, um, then you could make a little water tub with gingerbread cookies and the kids have to invent ways that the cookie can get across the water without getting in the water and have materials such as popsicle sticks and things so that they could maybe make rafts or um, other things. And so save the cookie from the water. Yeah. It will fall to pieces. Yeah, I did that. My kids loved that. I bet they it was, did. It was lots of fun for them. And so I think that that's what you need to do is just um, see all the ways that it works together collaboratively. Find all together. the pieces of the curriculum in, in the activities you're doing. Mm-hmm. So if you were going, if you were, were going to give advice to a new teacher say he or she is sitting down to write their schedule next year um, or there's say he or she is sitting down to write their schedule for the year and it's very daunting because they only have three hours 
to get everything in. What's a good place to start to start to put that together? Well, the place that I would start is I would start by blocking one hour and 15 minutes for centers because it's really through centers that you can make a half-day program successful because you are able to do rotations and meet with your students on an independent-ish, mm-hmm. in a small group is what I should say, in small groups. So it's through centers that you're able to really meet the individual needs of the students. And so I would start with that. That would be number one. I'd find an hour and 15 minutes. And the reason I chose an hour and 15 minutes is because I like to do uh, five to six rotations. Generally, six is my favorite. Six rotations of 13 minutes each or five rotations of 15 minutes each. So the next thing I would do is I would find uh, at least 20 minutes at the beginning of the day to have the math meeting time because that's the time you can build community and, you know, you can do so many things in a math meeting opportunity Mm -hmm. that um, is a whole podcast subject in itself. Mm -hmm. So let's say that we're going to... I don't have a pencil or <laughs> do all this down. You help me keep the math. Okay. So let's say we schedule a 15-minute math meeting because now that I'm doing this in my head, I'm going to do it all in 15-minute or 30-minute increments. <laughs> <laughs> so that is now an hour and a half of our day gone. So we have an hour and a half left. Mm-hmm. So with 15 minutes of the math meeting, that would be kind of the community building, the morning message, the calendar, all of that type of things. But then I'd want to add another at least 15 minutes for the math lesson. Yeah, I, I think you could do it. I think you'd probably need about 20 minutes, though. Because you gotta have. Well, of course you do, but we're doing 15 so we can. So add. you can keep the math right? Because now you'll have to get a pencil. You need you need a launch, and you need an ex, you need time for the launch. You need time for the explore, and you need time for the debrief portion of your lesson, which in first grade could take like an hour, but in kindergarten you have to get it done in 20 minutes. But the nice thing is. If you don't have time for, if you have to cut your explore section of your lesson down really, really short, you can always pull that over into centers for more practice. And that's generally because what? Yeah, that's generally yeah. what I do is put the independent section in. The centers. part you have to make sure you're getting in your whole group time is your launch and definitely your debrief because your debrief is the most important of your part of your math lesson we've never talked about launch explore debrief have we (laughs) no and we need to so make a note (laughs) while you're writing down (laughs) that we really do need to have a great um, strategy for math we can can talk about that later okay so so now we're at we're at uh an hour and 45. 45 minutes yeah, and it's ish, ish because we're just an hour 45. These are all approximations and... anyway. <laughs> well, I know, but we just need to make sure we, we don't stay go under over. three. <laughs> and that's how you do it all in three hours. But if you add it up, it's really four. So it make no sense. So the next thing that I would make sure I have a good chunk for is shared reading. Mm-hmm. 
And shared reading is an old term from my whole language days. I'm sure it has a new... Um, I think it's still called shared reading. Uh, I think mostly it's called guiding guided readers. Reading. In, not guided no, reading, because gui- yeah, it's not individual reading. Different. It's guiding the readers. Wow, it is and late, doing isn't it? Key... I know. <laughs> it's doing key... Um, key details details from text and all of those core standards of instructional and informational books. And I think, I wonder if people call it shared reading anymore because it really is shared reading. I love that term. I've never heard anything different than shared reading. Well, good. I think you're not so old they gave it a new name. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) So, I am getting old, though. So, anyway, I would make sure I planned at least um, 15 minutes for that. And if you're going to do an extension or um, anything that breaks off from the shared reading, you know, it's going to take longer. So let's say for sake of time, let's do plan a 30-minute shared reading mm-hmm. so that we would have plenty of time to do that. So that's an hour and 75 minutes, which equals two, two hours, hours and, 15 minutes. <laughs> and 15 minutes. So now you have 45 minutes left, and you still need to do writing. And science and social studies and language art snap <laughs> recess <laughs> recess although when i taught in at my half day session we didn't have a lot of recess we had recess a good recess before school and you had at least one recess during the day, didn't you? We had one recess on warm days and would just go out for 10 minutes. But the weather was so cold and so much snow that I'd say a good half of the year we didn't go out. Because by the time you get all your <laughs> snow coats pants, and boots snow and coats, snow uh, yeah. mittens, you go outside. Okay, we're done. That was yeah, good so we didn't have home. a lot of recess back then. And it's not because I don't love recess. and I It's not that I don't think recess is important. But in a half-day session. We, have a, we had a lot of days when we didn't have recess. Do you know why? Bad air days. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'd just keep teaching, and the kids would be like, when's recess? No recess today. Let's just keep learning. You can go home and play inside your house, because it's a bad air day. (laughs) Woohoo. Oh, another thing I definitely am going to give 15 minutes priority time to is handwriting. Mm -hmm. Because handwriting without tears is amazing and so that would take me to two hours and 30 minutes so basically that gives you 30 minutes to do all that other other stuff stuff. i just mentioned (laughs) and that's why centers now become really important in um, planning and making sure that you are very strategic about what you put in those centers so that would be my typical half day A full day, the only difference that I have found, because I added up all of our hours and I took out out recesses 
and lunch, I only have an hour and 15 minutes longer of instruction time mm -hmm. than I had in my half-day session. Because you have lunch and you have recess and you have specialty times. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. We don't have any special times. No, like art is what I meant. Oh, we do have art. Computers. You have computer and, time. And in that hour and 15 minutes, we have... Um, an intervention hour, which yeah, I think we did, we did talk, talk about, about your right? intervention hour. Yeah, we have that intervention hour, so that gives me fifteen. So you're minutes pretty much doing the same schedule, only you have the luxury of your intervention hour that you didn't have before. That's exactly right. Oh, that reminds me. I would also, at all cost, have a Waterford computer lab time for a minimum of fifteen to twenty minutes. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of Waterford early learning. You need to Google it because it's one of the best tools I've ever used in my whole you career. You love Waterford. I do love and Waterford. And they don't pay you to say that. They don't pay <laughs> me to say it. <laughs> but I am their best customer because I absolutely love it. But if they want to give me Waterford, I will say it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But one thing I've noticed with the full day program is even though I don't really have tons more of actual academic content time, it just seems like everything is just at a little bit more relaxed pace. Because I know if I don't get something done, then I have extra time. And I know that I don't have to worry so much about how to squeeze in all those RTI interventions, pulling kids over every second that you have to worry about in half-day kindergarten. Mostly, you know, that RTI piece is really taken care of in... Um, Intervention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call. We need to podcast we, we earlier need, next time. <laughs> yeah. Everything is gone now. So I don't know if that, I mean, that's a real brief um, introduction to it. I mean, you've taught half-day kindergarten, and you are going to teach half-day kindergarten next year. I am. I got a job. Back to work So what me. are some things you're doing to plan for your half-day schedule? I don't know, because I have no idea what the school schedule is like. So any plans I make right now will probably be dashed to pieces when I get there and find out all the specifics. And then I will cry, because <laughs> my beautifully made plan will not work. So good so idea. I don't cannot plan, plan anything But you do yet. know, how long is your session? You do know how long your session is, right? I believe the session is from 12.30 to 3.30. So, so three, three hours. hours. I think three hours is kind of the typical length of a half-day kindergarten across the nation. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. How long is your? But your? How long is your full day? Um. Well, it's from eight fifteen to two fifteen. So it's six hours. So it's just like two half days together. So it's a six-hour session, and we have. 30 minutes of morning and afternoon recess and 15 minutes of lunch recess and 20 plus minutes, so 40 minutes total. So 70 minutes of lunch and recess. Mm -hmm. 
which I think is fabulous, and I'm glad the kids. And you said uh, you. I'm have glad the people at my school. That it is easier to get the kids where you want them in their reading by the end of the year when you have full day. You did tell me that. It it really is. I mean, the kids. Even though in half day I made the most of every second of my teaching, my kids in the full day program, and I, I, I'm going to credit the intervention piece because during our intervention piece, I also have my benchmark kids for 20 minutes, just my benchmark on level kids because the kids um, below level are gone to other specialists mm -hmm. in the Title I and special ed programs. And so I am able to write with my benchmark group kids for that 25 minutes. And so I really do have that extra 25 minutes on top of the other time. So I didn't really count that. So I'm going to say I do have an extra hour. And it's through that, that great writing time that I never could find a great piece to have in my half-day program that I think my kids do so well. And... I found that in January, they are at where my half-day program kids were generally in um, April. So I'd say they're at least two to three months ahead. So we will say that you can make things work in half-time, but we will not sugarcoat it and say <laughs> that it's no. exactly the same. No, it is not exactly the same. And it's like I said, you just have to make the most of every second. And like I said, if you have five there minutes, there is no downtime. Doing, <laughs> there, there is zero downtime in a half day program. And you really are exhausted all the time. But you're exhausted all the time when you teach kindergarten, right? <laughs> Well, and, and I think everything that you do is a little bit shorter than would probably be ideal. Like like a, sure. a, a full launch, explore, debrief math lesson would be longer than 20 to 30 minutes, even in kindergarten. But you just don't have the time. So you make no. it a little shorter well, and, and, it's, and it works. Well, I know that when my kindergarten center, we talked about it a lot that the consensus we came to was we decided to make our five days as if it were really just going to be two and a half days of instruction because kind of that's what mm -hmm. it is. And so um, our principal told us to have two high-quality math lessons or three high-quality math lessons a week and then the other two just what we can do and then have the high quality language arts opposite days. And so she really was a proponent of that. And so I think that you should kind of keep them as even as you can, but know that some days are going to get more focus of something than the, than something else. And that's okay. That's what you have to do. That's okay because you, you have to do it. And if you're teaching a program like wonders or go math, the two programs that I'm teaching, um, I have friends that are teaching in half-day schools using those exact programs, and they basically have to cut them in half. You just can't do everything. You can barely get the Wonders program done in a full-day program. There's no way possible to get it done in a half-day program. You have to take out what's important and do it. So when we had, um, we did Imagine It, and what we did was we took out, we did the phonics portion 
and then just supplemented the the language arts portion with our own big books or storybooks as we could. You're scaring me because I'm going to be using um, what the wonders program in a halftime and you just told me that I'm not going to fit it in. <laughs> no, I said you just have to take what's important. <laughs> like the pho- the phonics section is definitely the most important and their language arts part is really, really stretched out <laughs> and you can do it in <laughs> Shh, Don't tell wonders, we said that. <laughs> no. No. There's better things to do in that big book section than what they tell you to do. <laughs> Well, should we wrap it up then? Let's wrap it up because we already said it's it's late. late. We're tired. We're rambling. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Yeah, and I think we'll put on a few sample schedules for people to take a look at. I've got my old schedules, and I'll ask a few friends to do their schedules, and you do the same, and we'll put a few sample schedules on. Okay, sounds good. If you'd like to suggest something you want us to talk about, you can write to us at kindergartenkiosk at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at kindergartenkiosk.com. Bye, everyone. Bye. Kindergarten Kiosk is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, a network of podcasts for educators. By educators. For more information, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. That's E-D-U podcastnetwork.com. Now can I listen to it?